This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Chef Hyken here. We're back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio. I am very excited today because we have the CEO and co-founder of Forethought, and that is Dion Nicholas. And Dion, I, I, I like to talk about people that are in the trenches, and this is what this guy is doing. He is in the trenches, understanding what people, customers of all types of customers expect. Uh, we, we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence. We're going to be talking about chatbot. We're going to be talking about agents. We're going to be talking about uh, friction that is created and what we can eliminate. All things customer service and experience. Before we get into the interview, a couple of quick announcements. If you have a question and you want me to answer it or a, a story you want to share, just reach out to me on any of the social media channels. I am everywhere. If it is a question, use the hashtag Ask Shep. I'll either answer it there in the medium or uh, perhaps in my newsletter on this show or my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home. That can be found on Amazon and Apple TV, Roku, C-Suite TV. And now we actually put some of the episodes on YouTube. We're into our third season, and all you need to do is go to beamazing.tv. That's beamazing.tv. All right, let's jump into this amazing interview with Dion Nicholas. Welcome to the show. Shep, thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited that you're here. Uh, you are the CEO and co-founder of a company called Forethought. And if somebody wants to find out what Forethought is, of course, they can look more on the web, forethought.ai. Is that correct? Absolutely. Right up front, we say that. And what Forethought does, and the way I interpret it is, it is basically artificial intelligence giving a human-like experience, not only supporting customers for quick answers, but also supporting agents and helping them deliver the best answers to customers. How did I do, Dion? That's great. Absolutely. So, at Forethought, we build human-centered AI to transform the customer service experience. And as you said, Shep, we like to focus on the entire life cycle of a customer service inquiry, from helping the customer self-serve proactively to helping the agents when they need uh, when they need answers and information. And so we bring AI and intelligence to this entire process. Great. So give us an example. I mean, here's what's really cool. If you go onto the website, you can actually see case studies where it says, here's a ticket that's submitted or a question that's asked. And you can see the exact process, how it works. It's almost like a live demo without having to put in your email information and make and have a salesperson call you, which <laughs> by the way, I love that. I, I know we're going off the subject here, but how many times have you gone and said, I am interested in learning more about this company, but the only way it's going to happen is if I give them you know, the information. Now they're going to call me. They're going to bother me. I just don't want to do it. I'm going to move on. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, absolutely. I think as the as the technical and technological landscapes evolving, customers want to do more information and research upfront before they buy a product. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's it's happened so many times where it's like, hey, 
I just want to learn more, but there's no way to do that without talking to a salesperson. Um, we've been guilty of that some sometimes as well. So that's why we're trying to put a lot more of our um, demo material up front. But I think any company, if there's a, a big customer experience, if we can, and as you mentioned, so much of the customer's journey, the research they do happens before they ever want to talk to somebody. So as companies, we should give them the information. And by the way, that information can come in the form of a chat, just answering questions. Tell me more about this. What's it going to cost? Uh, what requirements do I need to be able to use your system properly? You know, whatever the question is, doesn't matter. Uh, I think that's great. Let me just get very like high level, generic, general, if we can. To I mean, you're in this business of trying to create a better customer experience. What is the ultimate customer experience? Do you have a definition of that? The way I like to think about the ultimate customer experience is probably in three ways. So one is proactive. Um, two is empathetic. And three is understanding. So what I mean by proactive is that oftentimes you can probably figure out that a customer is going to have an issue well before, you know, we, we think about the customer service world, and that's usually once the issue arises. But how do you think about bringing it all the way back into the product of knowing what are the most common issues that your customers are facing and trying to be there when you need them? And you can use that. You can use artificial intelligence and other technologies to do that, or you can just build that into your product. Um, second, I talk about being empathetic. One of the things that um, a lot of businesses, I think, forget is that at the end of the day, every single technology, every single business is created kind of by humans for humans, right? And so really understanding that once a customer has an inquiry, whether it's on the customer service side or in general wants to use a product, it's because there's a problem that they're trying to get solved. There's an emotion, there's a state that they're in and really understanding where the customer is at emotionally, being empathetic to that and, and, and meeting them where they're at um, is oftentimes a thousand times more important even than, for example, the information that you bring, right? And then third, um, understanding. The most frustrating thing that we've all been through is uh, when you, for example, um, interact with a product or interact with customer support, you ask a very simple question and, it, and the agent, or if in the case of uh, traditional chatbots, chatbots don't understand what you are, what you're saying, right? And so if you can be proactive, empathetic, and actually understand what is the core problem that this customer is asking about, sometimes it's the question behind the question. Those are the three ways I think of creating a truly amazing customer experience. Right, and in the fact that your company is focused so much on AI, I would imagine that what you're trying to do is create, well, let's just look at understanding for a moment. And then I want to go back to empathy. I think that's a real important point I want to ask you about and, and talk about. But um, when we talk about understanding, your, your thinking is, if I ask a question, and I'll give you a great example. And some of our listeners may have heard this. I'm not going to tell you the name of the company, but it's a retailer. I go online. I'm looking at a docking station for my computer. I may have done this when you and I talked uh, in our interview, uh, we had <laughs> many, free, many years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So any, anyway, this happened a while ago, quite a while ago, but I'll never forget when the chat bot pops up, what can I help you with or whatever? And I said, I'm looking at this docking station. Will it, will it charge the computer when I plug it in? Or do I need a separate power cord just for the computer? And, and the, the chat bot comes back and asks me, which computer are you interested in purchasing? I'm not interested in purchasing any computer. I'm interested in purchasing the, the uh, docking station. 
tell me about, and, and it kept asking me the same question over and over. It didn't understand me. And that would not have happened had I been talking to a human. But are you telling me the AI is getting good enough that it would understand my question? And when it sensed my frustration, could ask something else or give me a different. Exactly. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and it really goes through that stack. So thinking about understanding, I think that's the perfect use case. You used a couple of words in that example, like charging, right? Um, like docking station. There are so many ways in which a computer can mess that up. Charge can also mean pay by credit card. Or, mm -hmm. or, you know, sell something, right? And so I could imagine that bot um, just being based on keywords can mess up in, in dozens of different ways. No, do you want to purchase a computer and so on and so forth? That bot does not truly understand what you are asking. It's responding to certain keywords and pre-programmed keywords. Um, what we've focused on here at Forethought is truly building what we call a natural language understanding engine. And I would say over the past maybe half a decade, about five years or so, there's kind of been this renaissance in natural language understanding technology um, that we're working on here at Forethought that folks are working on in different labs um, that is enabling machines to more uh, to better understand what humans are actually saying, actually asking, and so on. And so instead of having to hard code, when I see the word refund, go and issue a refund. But if you, Shep, go to the to the website and say, hey, I just want my money back and you don't hit that, you know, that one keyword, <laughs> then, right? And in the old days, the bot would have no idea what you're talking about. With modern natural language understanding, systems are able to do that now. Um, and then and 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 that's what's uh, really important here. Does the uh, uh, does the system have the ability to recognize, wow, I'm not giving the customer the right answer. Let me flip the conversation over to a live person? Absolutely. And that's why we like to think about this entire customer service journey. I think a lot of people, and obviously, you know, talking about AI, the first thing people think about is deflecting customers, right? And what we like to think about is, no, 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 it's not about deflecting the customer. It's about solving their problem, right? It's about understanding. Mm. It's about yep. addressing the issue. Sometimes that means using a self-serve manner and interacting with the bot. But in many cases, in fact, probably half of cases, you still should be getting that person to a human. What if it's a, you know, a judgment call or there's a safety issue or trust and safety issue or a compliance issue? These are the kinds of things that require human judgment and again, human empathy. And so we've even at Forethought built uh, one of our really popular products, our triage product is about connecting the customer to the agent in the right channel at the right time. So we're actually under the hood trying to predict, hey, how well are we answering this question? Are we getting the, the question right? Are we seeing a tone dip, things like that in terms of sentiment? Okay, let's get this person to a human right away. And so the, the beauty of, of real human-centered AI is not just in being able to um, resolve the issue, um, but it's also being able to recognize when the best thing to do is to get out of the way. I love that. So uh, a smart... AI solution is going to say, I'm not, get, I'm not giving the customer what they want. Let's give the customer an agent who might better be able to take care of them because they may have a, the misunderstanding may not happen. Also, uh, I know we, I mentioned this earlier in the top of the show, the AI also supports the agent. Now, I don't want to get into that right now because it's time for a break, but I want to talk about two things for sure. I want to add a third if we have time. 
Number one, I want to talk about empathy because that was number two of your proactive, empathetic understanding list. I want to get back to, can AI really be empathetic? And what does that really mean? I want to talk about exactly what we just mentioned now is is AI good to support agents? And number three, if we can get into friction and how to make things better and easier for customers, what does that mean to you? And what, what should our customers be expecting from the best brands in the world? We're going to take a short break. We'll come right back. Don't go away. Hi, Shep Hyken, your customer service and experience expert. And I'm excited to tell you about my new book, I'll Be Back, How to Get Customers to Come Back Again and Again. Now, this book is packed with idea after idea on how to, just as the title implies, get your customers to come back. In the book, you'll learn that repeat customers aren't always loyal customers. Now, both are great, but there's a big difference. You'll also learn about 10 reasons a customer may stop doing business with you and three reasons you would stop doing business with them. And one of my favorite lessons is a six-step process for creating an I'll Be Back strategy. Of course, there's much, much more. You'll start getting more of your customers to say, I'll be back almost immediately. Just go to www.I'llBeBackBook.com. Again, that's www.I'llBeBackBook.com. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Dion Nicholas, the CEO and co-founder of Forethought. And we are talking all about the digital experience, artificial intelligence. I want to talk about empathy, which you mentioned proactive, empathetic, understanding. That was uh, just a little while ago. We talked a lot about the understanding recently, but how about the empathetic? And here's my question. You made a comment. What we are building is built by humans to be used by humans, something to that effect. So even if you're building a digital experience using artificial intelligence, you're a, you're a person who's creating the code and doing all the programming that's going to be used by a human. Are we building empathy? Because during COVID, that was like the biggest word of the year. Empathy, empathy, empathy. All of our agents have to have empathy. They have to really understand what the customer is feeling and going through. Can you do that in AI? I think you, you, you perfectly can. The problem is that it doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen by inertia. Um, a lot of uh, AI and data systems are built by definition on data. But you, you have to get pretty clever about what is the data set you're building this technology on. Um, a good example of this is sentiment analysis. And this has been done for a long time, even pre kind of the modern machine learning world. Um, even just being able to predict, is this customer happy or angry or, or neutral, right? You know, positive, negative, neutral score. Um, you can build modern machine learning systems to do that by looking at past cases, past conversations, Twitter, and then having um, labels and, and a supervised data set in order to do that right and that's a very simple use case around empathy but it's one we all have heard of it's all it's one we all kind of know about when we think about technology and so i truly believe that if you go deeper and think about what does it mean to be truly empathetic and get creative around that do we know if our customers uh, sentiment for example is getting worse over time or better over time you can pretty quickly figure out okay am i actually answering their problem am i actually helping them um, there are other things you can pick up with machine learning and natural language understanding systems like tone, exclamation marks. Are they starting to get angry? You can actually figure out a lot of this from, from emails or from phone conversations. Um, I don't think there are a lot of systems out there that do that, but it's it's kind of an interesting body of research that I think you know over the next decade or so could be really powerful. Yeah, if you just take a look at 
10 years ago and where we are today with AI and chatbot, it's like uh, almost uh, a human-like experience. And the way I know that I'm dealing with a chatbot rather than a human is how quick the response comes, which <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, are. I'll ask a technical question <laughs> and within three seconds, I have three paragraphs in front of me. Now I know somebody didn't type that fast and understand me that quickly, but that's all right. I'm totally fine with that, especially if it gets me the right information. And I think you hit, you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, we, we program to try to understand it's, it, we can spot when a customer is neutral, upset, happy, and then we flip it over to the agent. And I want to talk about this before we get into friction and convenience. And that is AI being used to support agents. So many companies think it's specifically used to take care of customers. And many customers think that as well. But oftentimes, uh, the agent knows exactly how to ask the right question to get an answer that would allow uh, that answer to be passed on to the customer. And it just makes it easier for everybody. The uh, one of my mentors once said the three most important factors in real estate are location, location, location. Mm -hmm. The three most important factors in business are people, people, people. Wow. Right. And it's mm -hmm. it's really important to remember that. Again, it all goes back to the fact that every organization, no matter how streamlined or whatever you want to describe it as, every organization is built around its people. In particular, customer experience organizations or customer service organizations are built around the agent. And you're starting to see um, modern businesses realize this more and more, for example, with knowledge-centered support, right? When an agent responds to a, a problem, can we use their response as the basis for a future knowledge-based article? And, and by doing that, you're actually building up this, this entire you know, data set or, or content center, um, which is much more powerful than if you had, say, you know, a director of customer service just thinking what are the most common problems, mm. right? And that's the same is true when you leverage AI, the same is true when you leverage technology. How do you bring technology into an agent's workflow so that they can start to feel like superhumans, right? And you can leverage their expertise. They're the ones on the floor answering questions every day. Um, and of course, uh, you know, we, we like to think about this at Forethought with our, with our assist product and things like that. But I think in general, as you think about the entire customer service experience, yes, we want to create more self-serve. But at the end of the day, we want to use all the resources that we can to solve the customer's problem. And it always, always, always starts with our people. Yep. Here's a, a question for you. Um, let's see if I can articulate this properly. Will the AI uh, not only support the agent and answer a question, but would the AI also be able to look at the customer, understand who the customer is from past experience with that customer? Uh, and be able to maybe predict based on all these other customers that are exactly like this customer and support an agent that way. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. So these are all inputs. These are all data, right? So what has this particular customer responded or asked about in the past? What's their history? What have customers like them asked about? Um, and how have agents, other agents, answered these kinds of problems. If you can take all of this as historical data and feed it into a system that is built to understand this, what you can get for the agent is at their fingertips, uh, suggested responses. Hey, this is a problem about password reset. Here's how we've seen agents respond with password reset in the past. In fact, here's a link we think might be the password reset link. And you can show that to the agent or here is this customer. They've had these five problems in the past. They're probably asking about 
their router, or they're probably asking about their uh, charging station, right? And so all of these things can become uh, information that is pulled up at the fingertips of the agent when they log into their help center or their, their ticketing system. Um, and that is uh, the kind of thing that we power here at Forethought. But again, this is the kind of thing you can think about, whether you're an AI practitioner or just a leader in the customer service experience, how can you get all the right knowledge into the fingertips of your agent so that they are knowledgeable and they're responding to these customer problems with, uh, with an expert mindset? Right. And it's like personalization at that point. It's like, wow, they really get me. They understand they get me. me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's jump to the next topic, which is friction and customer uh, experience and how we want to make life easier for our customers. And you and I talked about this when you interviewed me for your virtual events. So now I'm going to flip it back to you because I know that um, as we talk about, a lot of times friction is wasting a customer's time, making them do things they don't need to do, making them wait on hold, for example, which is why uh, a digital solution and AI chatbot, that kind of thing is so, so powerful. Here's a line from you. Customers want speed. But what they really want is a resolution. Customers want it to be easy. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But what they really want is an answer. So as easy as it is, if we don't give them the answer, it doesn't make any difference. As quick as we can get them on the phone without making them stay on hold, if we don't give them the answer, doesn't matter. Absolutely. When you talk about friction, one of the, the sad ironies is that a lot of times as businesses scale, they try to do things in the name of efficiency. So whether it's deflection or self-service or whatever, that actually kind of backfire and introduce friction. I'll use legacy chatbots, despite being an, an AI person myself, legacy chatbots have had this problem for years. You try and create a, a system that can automatically respond or you know help the customer. And we've all been there when it doesn't understand and it's just creating friction, right? And I think this is true in all kind of areas of scale. And so it really is a balancing act, but you should never satisfy, uh, never sacrifice um, ease and actually getting a correct resolution in the name of efficiency, because that's not what you should be focusing on. You should be focusing on minimizing that friction. And sometimes that means speed, but sometimes that just means getting a good old fashioned, correct answer to the customer and a correct resolution. All right. This is big. What you just said, never sacrifice, uh, whatever it's efficiency is less important than all the other things that you just mentioned. By the way, <laughs> exactly. I'm making this point because I want to make sure when I go back and I look at my notes here and I create the uh, recap that we make sure this is emphasized because that's big. Never sacrifice for efficiency because it'll only cause frustration and, and uh, you know, uh, perhaps loss of the customer. All right. We're basically out of time. I always like to end with my one thing question and we're going to ask it. I bet you have something up your sleeve. Is there one last nugget of information you'd like to share with us today? that You can, uh, we'll walk away and go, wow, that was amazing. I'd like to double down on people, people, people. In amazing businesses, the, the, the most important thing that we think about is our people, right? So at the end of the day, we are talking about technology. I'm a technologist, but Everything that we have ever done in, in humanity has been about building technology by people for people. And that I think will always be true. So always double down on your people and you will see the dividends and the returns. I love that because uh, somebody in your position might say, 
hey, AI is the way to go. And the and back in your mind, you're thinking, eliminate people, just AI. But no, I love it. You've merged it together so beautifully. This is why we call this Amazing Business Radio an amazing interview. Thank you, Dion, for being with us today. Thank you, Chef. Really excited. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, that wraps it up. Another great interview. We'll be back next week. Please come back. And until that time, this is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.